Good evening, everyone. Her work of transformation. She hardly spoke about transformation of her body. But you will see here how much she has done in order to transform her body. We begin with a prayer, first in French, Seigneur, tu m'as donné une forme, pour que cette forme travaille pour toi. C'est sa vie et sa joie. Now in English, Lord, thou hast given me a form so that this form works for thee. This is its life and its happiness. My child, I am here to help you all for this life at present, to raise you up from the inconscience. As long as I am here, you can have directly all the necessary help. You can ask me, and I show you, protect you and guide you. You must renew life, blossom into a new consciousness. This is the only way. In fact, this is what I am doing on myself, and the results are convincing. The body follows an inner rhythm leading to a limitless blossoming. It is the influence of the all-powerful consciousness, dazzling the comprehension without words. This is what I have discovered. I have been able to change the very cells, what they are constituted of, by an ultra-terrestrial phenomenon. That is to say, that which is not to be found in the terrestrial evolution. It is of a new type with possibilities of endurance unknown to man, which could be extended to the immortality of the body or the possibility of retaining the supramental power in the cells, leading to a prolonging of life with a constant and definite renewal. With this, the body has lost the sense of time. The laws of nature have lost their meaning for this body. The inexhaustible force pouring perpetually, ceaselessly, or without diminution of the supramental energy which gives the capacity to prolong life. This is what I have arrived at by infusing this force into the cells. And the cells have not only forgotten the past which constituted them, the memory of these mutations of millions and millions of years in the terrestrial evolution, the habits of the old world forgotten, but they have begun to accustom themselves to respond to the transforming light 
of the divine consciousness. They radiate with a perpetual splendor and a glow in a renewal of life which expresses only the joy of existence, the divine ecstasy hidden in them. This is a new experience for me, the mother says, with infinite possibilities of being reborn in the new consciousness, in an eternally true blossoming. This is life. This is the hidden mystery. This is the divine will unfolding itself in its terrestrial manifestation. And we can have this knowledge only by identity, by a sort of enveloping, or one might say, a sort of englobing which gives one the truth without any resistance. As if one opened out into the divine consciousness, pure and entire, nothing is left out, nothing is neglected. But all is transformed by this light, by this ananda, by this peace and by this power. With this the whole cycle has changed and in this new manifestation nothing deteriorates. Which means that nothing dies. There is no conflict because each one lives dependent on the other in a mutual interchange, knowing well that each has in him a right to the truth, which means that decay, contradiction, suffering and pain disappear entirely. It means there's a possibility to survive in this consciousness gives an impetus to extend life up to eternity. What I find interesting is what I am doing on myself and for a particular result, but for the possibility that is opening up for the entire earth, for a new process which extends from here with me as base, with the mother as base, from my body, where I have been able to charge this matter with a supramental substance, to those who are ready to open to the new consciousness, who aspire for the transformation of the body, for them it will be so much less work, so many difficulties removed, by the work that I have done on myself. What I have succeeded in doing in me as the forerunner, the first to trace this route towards the supramental is astonishing. It is marvelous and have begun to take a lot of interest in it, a lot of joy with an enthusiasm which cannot be expressed in words. It has become an essential part of my existence. I find an extraordinary meaning in what I am pursuing, 
in what I am doing on myself. It is a new experience, a new life which has begun with possibilities which go on and on and extend towards the truth of existence. At last, the body is experiencing the conquest of matter, of inertia, of Thomas, of this misery and suffering, and this kind of illusion disappears with a victory over death. The whole body is enthused, happy with the work, and overflows with light, joy, and consciousness. Splendor, goodness, happiness, and beauty. A sort of intimacy with a sovereign and all-powerful consciousness. It is a kind of illumination, a kind of revelation of the inner reality, of the secret of matter, which awakes from its torpor and reveals the knowledge and ananda to its existence. It is a delightful work I'm engaged in, constantly, night and day, with more or less order, according to the circumstances. Even when I am outwardly occupied with some laborious work, which demands a lot of attention, even then, this inner work of transformation of the cells continues unabated with a vigilance and an absolute concentration. It is true that at night when I am all alone, left to myself, the work of transformation proceeds faster. But it depends on, on enormous patience and a different kind with an unparalleled tenacity and exactitude, to work minutely with a meticulous precision and without reserve. I take up one cell. Mother makes a gesture with her fingers. It is a very small cell like this, microscopic, which one cannot see with a naked eye, but I possess that power and that vision. Like this, I take up one tiny little cell and I open it to the transforming light of the Divine Consciousness. Then in it, I infuse this immutable Divine Joy with an unwavering peace. And I charge it with the luminous power of the Divine Reality. In this way, it becomes complete in all the aspects of the Lord, the light with his knowledge, the joy that brings the divine love, the peace with its perfect serenity, and the power to endure eternally until it dissolves itself to the supreme will. This is how I work and I charge each cell with a divine consciousness. And then I take up another one, 
then another cell, and then another and another. I continue to charge them in the same way. These cells vibrate and radiate with resplendent consciousness. The ones that are ready, I collect them and keep them aside. And I observe the difference between those that are ready and the ones that I have not touched. It is so different, so unreal in comparison. This cell begins to realize the unity. And what is most astonishing is when I see the difference between the cells that are transformed and those that are not, it cannot be compared. In the old cells, that is to say, those in which the past still persists, there is only a faint glow, a spark of the divine, whereas in the cells that are charged with the supramental consciousness, there is the perception of the ananda of the soul, the soul of matter which is awakening after thousands of years from its torpor of inconscience. It is so living, so real, so concrete in the manifestation of matter that if one gave just a bit of this ananda to someone to taste, he would forget the whole world in order to pursue this extraordinary phenomenon. Truly, how absurd everything seems, how dull and worthless, how absolutely insignificant before this quest of transformation. In this state of receptivity, the body makes its perfect surrender and repeats, only what thou willest, what thou willest, O Lord. This is a constant prayer. It is his will that acts. He that works, transforms and guides. And the body just surrenders itself. It is so spontaneous, so total and so marvelously equal, like a perfect transmitter. Nothing happens except what he commands. The body thrills to an unknown joy. There is nothing in it that resists, nothing that distorts. Nothing that falsifies. All is pure and limpid, of a purity without stain, a limpidity that seems transparent. When I look at my arm, my body, it is as if translucid. It is so light that it can move everywhere and why I want to go. In this state of body does not get tired, even after a day of hard work. And it does not end during the night, when I continue with the transformation of the cells. This demands a patience 
and an exactitude of precision and a concentration unparalleled in all the endeavors I have undertaken in the terrestrial existence. And she opened her hand to show it was transparent. The body looks at itself and perceives a vibration of joy. How happy it is with all that is happening. It has a sense of that which is all-powerful, infinite and eternal. Decay and death do not have any meaning for it, for they do not exist in this domain of Ananda. The body is aware of a kind of immortality. It feels that everything that exists is moved by His will, that the Divine Consciousness is all eternal and infinite, of a perfect peace, the inconceivable splendor. But how could it be otherwise? Always the body, that is to say, this matter which seems to be luminous repeats, what thou willest, what thou willest, O Lord. Or sometimes in response, it surrenders itself entirely with gratitude. It feels a sort of marvel and it repeats, make me worthy of thy work. Make me worthy of thy existence. All this and much more that I cannot express. I have also begun to work of transforming the organs, the organs which are inside the body. One after another, I begin this work so that the outer means of subsistence by something will no longer be indispensable. The needs of existence and the whole process will not be necessary anymore. They will draw energy from the universal force. And now I know how I have been able to accomplish this formidable task. He who prepared and arranged the circumstances he who guided me constantly on the path, he who was beside me during painful moments to pull me out of the anguish and the miseries, the danger and the dreadful pain. It was as if my whole body were being torn apart. And it was always Sri Aurobindo who was there to guide me. Sriarabindo, who was there to lead me. Sriarabindo, who was there to pull me out of all danger. <laughs>